Hey, hello, everyone. Welcome to today's episode of Region 6 MPA Podcast. I'm your host, Diana McCauley, MPA President of Region 6. Today, I have my guest, Gabriela DeMarinas, joining us today. Gabby, are you there? I'm here. Hey. Hi. <laughs> How are you? I want to thank you so much for joining us on our podcast today. How are you feeling today? I'm feeling good, you know. Day off, so yes. <laughs> so we're going to get started with a few questions. So tell me, what do you do? So I am a physician assistant. I work in the Fern ICU in Staten Island University, Northwell. Um, so basically, a physician assistant is someone that can make medical uh, diagnoses. We first assist in surgery. We perform physical exams. We, we come up with treatments and plans. Basically, everything that you know doctors do and MPs do. Nice. Perfect. Perfect. Nice. What made you decide to be a physician assistant? So from when I was younger, I always knew that I wanted to help someone. I actually did a tremendous vetting process. I dipped into little bits of medicine. Um, but I actually bumped into a PA while I was volunteering in the emergency room. And I was very intrigued, you know, and then we got to to talking about what they do, what their schedule's like, how schooling, and it just seemed very appealing to me. It's like the quality of life is there. You know, you're not working crazy hours unless, you know, you decide to do that. Um, but otherwise that, it was, the biggest thing was like quality of life and still being able to indulge in medicine and help people. Mm -hmm. Wow, very good, nice to hear. I think that's um, also one of the reasons why um, I decided to become uh, a NP is because you the care that's being delivered and um, you can make diagnosis and treatment, uh, you know, based on your education. And you know, I think it's it's very very important. Do you work with any NPs? I actually do, and it's you, and you are phenomenal. Um, <laughs> actually, we're all, and it's crazy because we're a whole PA team, and Diana is the standing tall, strong, one NP, but she is incredible. Like she is from beginning to end, so thorough, talking to patients. And you could tell like when someone's actually communicating with someone, their heart is genuinely there. And that's something that we need, especially working in burn. You know, we deal with people that are in traumatic incidences. You know, it's unexpected. You know, it's not something that they're dealing with, you know, their whole life. It's something that, you know, we have to take the time and sit there and speak to people. Right. You're so right. For Based on your opinion, how can um, us as NP and PA like work together and united in our profession? I mean, I feel so physician assistants are tremendous advocates. I know doctors are in and out and moving quickly. NPs are so in parallel with us in that positioning where I just feel like us taking the time to like speak to patients. We know a little bit more about like what the whole situation is going on. So, I mean, as long as we work like together mm -hmm. and, you know, we have plans that we have um, settled for where, like the patients, like where, what's, you know, what's going on with them, what's the steps for today. It's basically just 
being able to communicate with each other. Sometimes it's something mm-hmm. that, you know, has to be learned. But mm-hmm. as long as people are open with communication, I really don't feel like it's something that's impossible to obtain. Um, I think we do a fairly well job where we are. Right. I think we have, you know, a great team. So that's also a good foundation for, you know, a strong yeah. and uh, productive right. team. Right, right, right. I agree with you. And I think um, we both PAs and NPs have the same goals at the end of the day. We want to do for the patient and deliver high quality care. So I think if we you know, have the same goal, it, it, it does make it a little bit easier working together um, to achieve those goals. So I do agree with you on that. All right, Gabby, um, tell me uh, what is the most impactful case you've experienced? So like I previously said, um, in burn, it's not someone that's dealing with, you know, CHF their whole life. You literally could wake up one day and be in a fire. The most impactful case that probably will forever stick with me is someone that was my age, 31, who was in a fire and passed because, you know, she went to go get her daughter. And that, that like really like held a place in my heart because she, mm-hmm. human instinct is just to protect your own and that's what she did. Mm -hmm. So unfortunately she passed, but the daughter did live. So in that sense, there's beauty in it, but tragedy. Um, I think that's something that most people don't, you know, get exposed to and understand, you know, that literally every day is a gift and that brings beauty to my life. And I definitely, you know, appreciated a lot more of what I have and what I can give to people. You know, burn has taught me right. that help people heal, and then sometimes you you can't help everyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's wow. That's pretty, pretty. Um, yeah, that's that's a tough one. Um, you know, just to add to what you were saying, you know, we do see patients um, at their lowest, and you're not just dealing with you know the physical; you're dealing with mental. Um, emotional, financial, you know, when they lose everything. Um, so you're taking care of the whole person. Um, so, you know, it's definitely, definitely um, can be a lot, but very reward when you see them um, leave the hospital and they're a totally different person. And then you follow up with them outpatient. It's a whole nother layer. So um, yeah, I definitely you agree with you on that. So thank you for sharing. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for sharing. Yeah. It's very, very um, true. Um, uh, Another question. Um, Can you tell me something about like, how do you manage work and life and like the whole work-life balance? So to be honest, I had a real problem in the beginning. Uh, I actually came into Burn as a new grad and I was immersed in work and I feel like I was burning out very quickly. Mm-hmm. So it took, a, I got to a point where it was like this pivotal moment where I just wasn't giving back to me. So self-love days, physical activity, you know, if you're spiritual, take that time out to, you know, put that time aside for you because a healthy provider is going to be a great provider. Right. So I was, I, I did feel at one time I was just starting to burn out mm-hmm. and, you know, we've had conversations before in the past where, 
you know, I don't, you don't see it until someone kind of presents it to you as well. So, mm -hmm. you know, I, I was becoming like agitated, overtired, and it's just like, all right, I got to do for me. Right. So the beautiful thing with our schedule is I work a few days a week and then I'm off. So those right. are my mental health days, working right. out, hanging out with family. That, there's a beautiful balance in that. Also, it's, you know, I mean, they're long days, but now I kind of get excited to go to work because it's like, what am I doing? Because I have that balance. Right. You know, I think as uh, healthcare professionals, a lot of people get lost in their work. Yeah, and they, very true. They tend to bring it home. And yeah. it's actually, you know, disabling, not just to you and your family, but to your patients. Yeah. So at one point you have to be able to break away. I know it sounds mm -hmm. terrible, but it, there's a healthy balance in being able to break away from work and, and your personal life. Yeah. You're a great provider at the end of the day. I completely agree with you on that. And that's something that I tell um, patients and even, you know, and I practice um, as well is that you can't pour into others if you don't pour into yourself. So you really do have to really um, think of yourself first because you can't be a good sister, a good wife, a good mother, a, you know, a good co-worker if you don't yeah. pour into yourself. So, um, and people just, see that and they feel that they know, yeah. you know, they know. So yeah. it's like, you mm -hmm. want to be better because you are also part of a team. You yes. want to see, you know, you want to serve that purpose for your team. Right. You right. Understand completely. Yes. Completely agree. Wow. Gabby, it was so great talking to you. It feels like we were like just talking out and just, you know, um, hanging out. So I do appreciate your time. And um, yeah, so that concludes our podcast. Thank you. Thank you for having me on here. Yeah, no problem. You've been a pleasure.